Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Let's go. I, make you go. My first thought is that no one is dominant. You can make a case for maybe one or two teams that are. Uh, I'd like to uh, beg to differ there. Uh, Patrick Mahomes again. I think I showed you that I did the uh, flippy do. How do you do? I can make things happen out of nothing. Uh, I'm pretty much back to where I was. Yeah. Mahomes could be the one guy that's a step above the rest of the league right now. He was playing, as they said, playground football out there. He really was. I mean, the guy's improvising like he's Nestor Cortez on the mound. Is that why I got picked last? Yes. You got picked last, Spotty. But no, really, he's that good. He's doing things that you would just like try to do in your backyard. He's doing in the NFL, but he's doing them at a high level. And like, you know, we've seen this in the past. But then we saw a little bit of the magic, not disappear, but it wasn't going in his favor all the time, right? Now I feel like it's back. Yeah. Well, you know what Patrick Mahomes does? You know how his dumb fans were all sitting on the couch and we say things like, oh, he should have done this. Or why didn't he see that guy? Or, oh, my God, this guy's wide open. Oh, he missed the first down by a yard as if the yellow lines on the field were such, you know, we're such critics on our couch. Yes. But Mahomes does some of those things that. You're like, oh, wow. Maybe he does him just to shut up the guy with his beer helmet on and his lazy boy. Like, maybe he keeps him in the back of his mind. Like, I know what he's going to think, and I'm going to beat him to the punch. Like, it's not easy being green. Being Mahomes. It's not. Um, but I, I did realize that. Uh, do, you, do you have lessons from maybe a coach along the way that still to this day are true? Did any of your coaches teach anything along the way? Yeah. Of course. So, but what do you have in mind? My my high school baseball coach was always he was a great coach. Yeah, but they taught us a lot of like politically incorrect things. That's why I'm stumped for a second. Same with mine. Right. But <laughs> but I remember one thing he said 
was sometimes it's as simple as who doesn't make mistakes, right? And and you he would always say, hey, listen, this is high school baseball. If you make more errors than the other team, you're going to lose. And he's like, I could promise you 99% of the time, the team that makes the most errors will, will lose in high school, college baseball. Like You're just not good enough to make mistakes and win. And yesterday, just for the hell of it, I'm like, man, I'm seeing a lot of turnovers, a lot of fumbles, a lot of picks, a lot of tip balls. Would you believe of every single game yesterday? I mean, this is no glass-breaking revelation, but only one game did the team win that had more turnovers. And that was a game that should have been won easily by the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay had two turnovers. By the way, one of them was an Aaron Rodgers pick six. And did you see that stat where it's his second pick six in over 3,500 attempts at Lambeau Field? Yes, I did see that. I saw a lot of interesting stats this weekend so that we're going to get to. We're, we're talking like the Jags. They just fell short against the undefeated Eagles. You know what the turnover numbers were? 5-1. to one. Fumbles, fumbles, fumbles. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence looking great, but can't hold on to the ball in key moments. So, and you can't expect to beat the Eagles. No, with five turnovers. So, yeah, bad game for him. Uh, your observations from Week Four: things that make you go, hmm. Even your game, Danny Jake. Make you go, hmm. Only one turnover, but you know who it was? Yeah, the Broncos when yeah. they coughed the ball up That's into right. the Raiders' hands for a, a, a Meek Robertson. That was a dope play, right? The way he glided into the end zone. The best part was that Broncos lineman who dove. <laughs> he did the fake dive at the five-yard line yes. like he was going to dive and make the tackle in the end zone. The, just for the effort. Just so they don't. Uh, just so they can make fun of him on the tape this week. I think a meek Robertson looked uh, like a pretty confident Robertson uh, <laughs> this weekend, if you <laughs> not, ask me. Not so meek? Yeah. All right. Other takeaways. 877-99 on Fox. What about uh, DK Metcalf? being carted off the field. And if you had just turned on the game, you might be like, oh my God, is he hurt? What happened to DK? This guy just got paid $70, $80 million. You didn't even have to be watching because these memes and these clips, they go viral instantly, right? So if you're on social media and you're just scrolling, doing the ball scroll, as we say, you're doing the ball scroll, you see him getting carried off. You're like, wait, wait, what happened? Oh no. Right. Turns out he just had to go to the bathroom. And he confirmed it by saying the little, if he tried to do a little scoot to the bathroom and walk himself, he would not have made it. So uh, it's funny because the Seahawks won, right? But yeah, DK Metcalf had to leave the game to uh, take a number two. You know what it makes me think? I mean, we all have to use the bathroom from time to time. Let me let you in behind the velvet rope. Every time a commercial hits here on Fox Sports Radio, Rich and I go to the bathroom. I do the little, how do you do? You know what the how do you do is? Just check my hair, look in the mirror and say, how do you do? Do it all right? All right. And you know, and I come back. I mean, if you are, if you are like going to the bathroom every commercial break, you should get your prostate checked. I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I just need a little break, I mean, you know, refresh, come back, wash get, my hands. Shouldn't be going to the bathroom but like once or twice an hour. It does make you think what Scott Hansen does on Red Zone. Does it not? What is that? How many hours? Seven? He's got a Peebo. Yeah. How does he's Scott got, Hansen He's got to have the Peebo, which is the apparatus. You, you know, think about it. If Metcalf is, you know, being like, oh, <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom. Ooh, my tummy. Ooh, <laughs> ah. Ooh, hey, wait, oh. man. I should have ate that. Right? Or maybe he just drank too much. Whatever he had to do, it does make you wonder, was Scott Hansen never asked to use the bathroom? Does he take a headset <laughs> into the urinal? How does that work during Red Zone, I wonder? 
It's like Leslie Nielsen in uh, Naked Gun. What if he kept it on? <laughs> he started peeing in the bathroom with Leslie Nielsen Hey, style? nature calls. We observed it. Your takeaways from week four. Uh, real quick, don't yeah. the coaches always tell players, I know I do, always tell your players, if you have to go to the bathroom before the game, go now. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, 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 right? It's, it's, it's like it's like your kids. kids. Yeah. Emmy, we're going to, uh, we went to Night of the Jacks last night in Calabasas, a little like Halloween display. And she's like, I don't need to go. And I'm like, go to the bathroom now because we're going to be in the car. We're going to be there. You're not going to a porta party. I don't need to go. Go now. That's what coaches need to do to players in the locker room. I guess All right. so. All right, boys, who needs to use the potty? All right, because we're about to play an NFL are, football game. Are you game. sure, DK? Are you sure? I am. <laughs> all right. You know what? Just just go just in case, all right? So another takeaway. Things that make you go, hmm. And by the way, we want your phone calls, 877-99 on Fox. There are no wrong answers. These are your observations, things that crossed your mind while watching the games. You know, for some reason, maybe because you and I were on TV when he was coming up in New York City, Geno Smith. Yeah. Geno Smith was a Jet. Remember when we were on SNY? Of course. I've always sort of followed his career. So we got a raw deal because he like got hurt in a locker room incident. Yeah, yeah. And never sort really of lost a chance. Break and yeah. he was on a doo doo team, and now he gets this chance. I couldn't help but notice that they're now two and two. He's got a hundred and eight passer rating, a thousand thirty seven yards, six touchdowns, and two interceptions which is significantly better than Russell Wilson, who's at a 91.1% quarterback rating, 980 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. I mean, they're close. It's not like he's significantly better. I mean, he's got but you, you, over 1,000. Russell Wilson does not. He's yeah, got six touchdowns. Russell yeah, Wilson has four. He's playing his tail off. That's my observation. Yeah, I, but I mean, you can't help but compare. Well, then what, where's Wilson at? Well, I don't... Both I don't, two and two. Uh, yeah, they're playing decent. They're, they're playing similar enough football to say... Oh, wow. Like, is Geno Smith delivering, or is Russell Wilson just not what Denver thought they were going to get? And I think it's a little of both. I, I was going to say a little of both. I think Geno is like, oh, that's right. Geno Smith was a guy people believed in before all this. I mean, people wrote him off. He ain't right back, though. He ain't right back, though. So uh, he's getting a, a fair shot, and Russell Wilson just maybe not where he should be at this point I, right I'll now. I'll give you one for all the Steelers fans. And now... And by the way, I don't think that's a personal knock on Russell Wilson. I, I, I think he still has it. I just think he's figuring it out. Mm, I think he has bad, bad coaching. Right. Can only do so much. Um, Steelers fans, Chiefs fans, did you? I, I saw this because of LeVar Arrington from Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. I saw him put this on social media, and I forgot it was him. I'm like, who posted this? I loved it. He got the, the video. I missed it, where... They did a story on Juju Smith-Schuster, and he said he learned more in the last few months with Andy Reid and the teammates around him that he learned in all of his five-plus years in Pittsburgh together, which, yo, that's ultimate shade. He is like, like an ultimate burn to Mike Tomlin, to Big Ben, to any of those guys around him in the receiver's room, to Antonio Brown, to any other guy that he played with in Pittsburgh. You can't help but make that observation when you hear that clip. Well, because we're so trained now that the political correctness in sports answers are like, you know, it's a great opportunity. I'm just here to, you know, win. And this well, was we're also up- taught not to burn any bridges either, right? And yeah. he pretty much threw him under the bus. Well, that was, that's, I mean, pretty much said Andy, when he said Andy Reid, quote, let you, uh, let your personality out and shine. 
Which is also a knock at saying people in Pittsburgh contained him. Like, everything he said in that quote in that sideline interview that was reported is a, is a sneak diss, pretty open diss, to be honest, at Pittsburgh. Absolutely. I, that was a clear takeaway of mine, too. I heard the same thing, and I had to pause and say to myself, wait, how long was he at Pittsburgh? Five? He was at five. That was one of those moments where I had to Google wait, it real man. quick. I'm like, he was with Pittsburgh and Tomlin for five years, and he's learned more already from Andy Reid? Wow. And that made me go, hmm. Speaking of uh, Pittsburgh, they lost to the Jets. Again, turnover battle, 4-2. to two. Tip passes. Pickett debuts with three interceptions again. Some of them are not as dirty as you think. They're tip, tip passes. When you see Wilson doing the gritty in the end zone and doing dances like that, reminiscent of like an overly confident Baker Mayfield. Does that make you go, hmm, what do you say to yourself? Yeah, I don't know. I do mean, you like it? I, I it's think, just part of the game nowadays? I, yeah, I, but I like, how the, I like how Salah has the Jets believing that they're not awful anymore. He came, he came with a vibe. That's not Salah's emotip. It's not the dude from Indiana Jones. He, no, the mummy. <laughs> the mummy, I'm sorry. Emotip. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's a winner. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash crshow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. And again... 
you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash crshow. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash crshow. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo Tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Kumo test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, we are Cavino and Rich. Hope you had a nice weekend. Let's have a great week. Let's do it. Ooh. And I'm Cavino. That is Rich. Spotty's here. Danny G. Ramos. Hey. Dan Byers to show. Cooper Rush, good for him. CD Lamb, if you missed the fake move, the fake, the, the, the juke he put on this guy. Yeah, but you hear what they're saying, too. They're saying that Rush and Lamb are, are gaining some chemistry throughout these weeks. That maybe, well, let me, I feel let like me, it was implied let me, let me, that let me, let me, maybe that Lamb and Prescott me, don't have. I don't know. Let, let me stop you right now. Oh, I'm not saying you're insinuating this, but anyone that's like, well, what if Cooper Rush just keeps winning? This is not a Russell Wilson, Matt Flynn. No, no, no. Let's no, put no. Russell Wilson in and sorry, Matt Flynn, you're out. It just made they, me go, hmm. they, they gave Dak so much money and, you know, he's the future of that team. So, Danny Ramos, answer this. Is there any circumstance in which the Cowboys would stick with Cooper Rush? It sounds insane. No way, right? No. No, no way it would have earth. to be that for some reason Dak couldn't come back because it, the the injury didn't heal properly or something like that, and Cooper Rush took him deep into the playoffs. Then you would have a real controversy. But uh, let's, Jerry let's, Jones, no way. Yeah. Aside, this is insanity yeah. talk. So I don't you even call wanna, him Doctor Jones. I, I don't <laughs> want you to think I'm insinuating this. Everybody, I'm just saying they're three one. Let's say you're just saying. Hmm. Let's say it's a couple more weeks. Let's say they're five and one, or maybe even six one, and then Dak comes back. Let's say Dak drops two in a row it wouldn't change anything but it would have fans i'm just saying talking to the chemistry that mm-hmm. you could noticeably see developing that isn't always necessarily there no one's debating that that prescott's not the money guy and, and the guy you want out there but not it just says he's it playing says, well it says that no matter what you do for a living you never know what you're capable of until you're given the opportunity because cooper rush 223 yards two touchdowns you said that with Geno smith I think his next two weeks are important. He plays the Eagles, and then he plays the Rams. And the oh, last huge. two weeks, he's had the Commanders yeah. and the Giants. So I think uh, he did. Did he beat the Bengals, or did he come into that game? That's where Dak got hurt. They they won that game. They beat the Bengals yeah. twenty to seventeen. I can't remember if he came in halfway or if he. But yeah, the next two games will be a good barometer oh God, of where he's going. Test. Because what could happen? Ramos is one hundred percent right. He could play two top tier teams now in the Eagles and Rams. Drop two in a row, and everyone's like, come on, Dak, get back! When do you stop identifying as a resident of your childhood hometown? Never. It's called pride. It never goes away. It's where I'm from. 
Who Who is, do you hear this guy? Yeah. Well, it's called Pride. It never Pride. goes away. Oh. Former um, Union, New Jersey, born and bred. Former wiffle ball champion, wiffle ball legend, 27 Little League home runs. <laughs> Steve yeah. Trevino from Union, New Jersey. I'm proud of that. I Again, I don't know if you can relate to that being from Franklin Square. I'm just saying. You know, oh. How many years did it take you guys, though, to feel like this is home now? Never. Like when, you, when you're landing at LAX, though, uh, yeah. coming back from somewhere. My daughter's going to be years. 13. A couple right? years. And home for me is still. But your, daughter's, your daughter that says that live you live in LA. Your daughter that told you you had a dad bod last week? Yeah, what about her? Oh, that, yeah. By the way, she starts cross country today. It's always an odd feeling. When you as a parent know nothing about like, what they're What a coincidence. Into. Dad moved cross country too. No. He's, he's trying to relate. You know? yeah. <laughs> I, that's really all you I know. know from about. Union, New Jersey. His I daughter, moved from Union, New Jersey, born and bred, to Los Angeles. <laughs> His daughter sprung on him today like, Dad, you're going to have to pick me up at the track meet today after work. And he, well, she's like, I always encourage her. <laughs> like, I love meat. Well it's, done, please. It's interesting because I grew up loving sports, right? Yeah. But I also rock out. Let's be honest about oh, it. Please pull that. Please pull that clip forever. I mean, I'm just being honest. I love for sports, but I, I love sports. But I also love to rock out hey, to be I'm, his promo. I'm forever. the guy you hear on Turbo <laughs> 41 on SXM every night. I'm the same guy. I'm a rocking dude. Yes, thank you. <laughs> oh man. So I also Woo. encourage my daughter to. If I didn't love you, I would hate you. So pick much. up the arts, right? But yeah. I've always encouraged her to do sports. But she always showed zero interest in sports. And there's always that fine line. Of parenting where you don't want to force a kid, but you want to nudge them, right? Yeah. If they show potential. So I gave her the sports nudge, and she finally, out of the blue, took me up on it. But of all things to join, it's not like something I could help her with. Like, ten years. When someone goes, where are you from? It's the vacation question, Ramos. Like, you, you're away on vacation with your friends or your wife or husband. Or, where, you're away with family and friends. And someone goes, hey, where are you from? You meet at the swim-up bar. Am I from L.A. or am I from New York? I've been out here from seven York, years. Man. My kids are from out We're here. We're always from the East Coast. We live on the West Coast. I just, I just that's, that's the answer, though. Right. So I'm always from... I was raised in New Jersey. I moved you, down here 13 say, years ago. You say Franklin Square, Long Island. The only pride I take in my hometown is they have a good bagel spot. A&S Bagel. Besides that, I'm, I could, couldn't care less about Franklin Square, Long Island. So, um, Kavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio. Now... Maybe I'm a little bummed because my pals that are from originally Franklin Square, Long Island, the guys I played Little League with, the guys I grew up with that I rooted for the New York Mets with, Mm -hmm. during the 2015 season, I randomly group texted like a handful of my Mets fan friends, and I'm like, wow, Mets are looking pretty good. Hope all is well with you guys. And this little text that I sent turned into, it sounds corny, but like a regular thing, and all these years later, this group of buddies that I, you know, grew up with, we text about the Mets. And as you can imagine, different personalities. If you have a, if you have like a group text, what's the like, name of your uh, group chat? Did you name it? Yeah, it's just like LGM. Oh, because like, I remember yeah, what it used to be called. That's why I asked. LGM twenty two. Let's say you're on a group chat with all your Lakers buddies or all your. Cleveland Browns, pals. I think it's fair to say that everybody has maybe a group message. Maybe not like 10 people deep like Rich has. No, it's only four. Three or four four people where all you do is talk about your sports team. I got that. Listen, you might have your Red Sox thread group text. Well, I think you, you 
compartmentalize your friends in a weird way. Like, hey, this is my work friend. This is my my Yankees guy friend. You know, I think we do that. These are my childhood buds. These are my college pals. Now, but I do have what I call like my Yankees friends. So I'm with you. I probably wouldn't like many of them. <laughs> um, I, I, it's I, called the group chat is called 27 Rings. Oh yeah, very very hateable. Yeah, very yeah. hateable group chat. Just kidding. But um, yeah, I do have my my friends. But what categorized you, what in realize, a way in my, in my mind. Now what you realize when you bump into different friends over the years, and it doesn't matter what team they root for, you have optimistic friends and you have the pessimistic, negative Nancy type of friends. Mm-hmm. And apparently. I got kicked off of the Mets chat because I'm too positive of a guy. After seven years of dedication? Like, yeah, we can't handle you right now. Wow. Like, you, you know what they're like? I, there's a guy we used to work with at SNY in New York, Sal Licata. Yeah. I, th- I think he's on WFAN in New York now, too. Good guy. Yeah, but he's we the like type of guy that He's the type of guy that's like, season's over. I can't stand people that I, overreact. You know what? When Rich and I agree, it's fact. And I'm with you because I follow Sal. <laughs> And it's annoying. It's always the the glass glass is half empty and doom and gloom and all oh, season's over. Oh, stick a fork in it. It's always <laughs> now, like the worst reaction. It's like it's almost like um, it's like a big baby. You're acting like a big sports baby. Stop being a baby. That's all right, really it. So I, I'm with you. No, you, they are. All right, big sports yeah, baby. Put in your diaper, sports baby. <laughs> and you know who we got? We got one of the guys. Okay. On my chat, Michael Zito, who all lives right. up in Syracuse, New York. One of my buddies. I've known this guy since. We played Garden City South Little League together. And, Mike, why am I too optimistic? Listen, I love you. I don't miss you. you you're, you're not missed. You, you, what's up, everybody? So, what's up, Mike? You, you are, hey, Mike you are annoyingly optimistic oh. to the point where, I, I, I pulled quotes, you're, you don't get frustrated. You say we overreact? You don't react. How are you so passionate about the Mets and all their wins and losses and everything else? You just don't care. You pull, let's hear, let's hear, let's hear the quotes you pulled. I, got, I pulled quotes. I got quotes. We're talking July 10th, okay? After we were up, what, 10 and a half games? Yeah. Here's a quote. Actually makes every day a little more exciting. <laughs> Would you rather be up 10 games or tied? Way more exciting this way. I'm sorry, what? That is like he, annoying he perspective. That's annoying. It really is. Okay. Like he's speaking like factual. You know, look at they're crumbling before our eyes, and you're trying to like find this really desperate twist to put a happy spin on it. Mike, give me one. Give me one more, Mike. Pick, pick your favorite. Give me one or two more. My- I, I got two real quick ones. Yeah. How about seven games ago? Seven days ago. Man, does it get? We're talking like eight a.m. in the morning. I got to wake up to this. Man, does it get any more exciting than this? Yeah, it does. When we were up ten and a half games, way more exciting. <laughs> to me, I'm so glad you say this, Mike, because this is how I want to pull my hair out dealing with this guy every day. I'm like, yeah, you're making a point, but it's a, an annoying point. You know, it's not the real point that anyone cares about. It's like Rich's like happy spin. I, I want to hear one more. What what makes me the annoying Sunday morning? Fan? Yeah, Sunday morning. Set the tone, right? Ten and a half game lead down to a buck and a half. Now we're talking need to win tonight. This is fun. Meaningful baseball in October. Fun. It's fun. I tell them, fun. I go, I go what would you rather do? How much fun you having now, pal? I was like, do you rather win a game? <laughs> you, rather, you rather your team win a game 
let's say it's football. Do you rather your team win twenty eight to three, or do you rather win twenty one? out. This is where we always disagree, Lazito. This is where Rich and I always disagree. This is sports. I don't care if you clobber them. I'll watch if my team's winning. Clobber them. I don't care. This is like Rich is in a softball league, right? And he goes, "There's a team that just clobbers everybody. I don't see the fun in playing on that team." I'm like, "Why not? They get eight at bats a game. They're clobbering." He's like, "But there's no competition there. Where's the fun in that? I want the I'm bottom like, of the. I want the bottom of the ninth walk off. Yeah, I but, want the fourth field goal for the win." In retrospect, your buddy's right because look where you are now. Look where you are now. In a fine spot. And this no, is why I got kicked you off. You would have been in a better I'll, spot. No, I'll tell you. I think this is why I got kicked off the thread because I said. Hey guys, let's be honest. This is actually this might be more exciting <laughs> because we have a wild card weekend, and if the Mets play the Phillies or Padres, which is what will happen in the wild card round, if they go Scherzer game one and they win, they could go Bassett or someone else game two. If they win that, then they'll have Degrom and Scherzer ready. You know what you're doing for the DS for Rich the NLDS. Lizito, I think Rich is being like a bad sports boyfriend. You know when a woman or a bad sports husband when a woman in your life comes up to you with a a problem right they're not looking for the happy spin or solution to you know the silver lining they just want you to relate and say yeah and they say that all the time but this guy can't refuse to find the silver lining because he wants his life to be so perfect like no 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 you don't see it now it's better i thought of another another positive lost the nl east no i thought of another positive there's no there's no positive lazito uh, help me out this is a good one ramos i think ramos feels me on this danny j now the the Braves are so hot. This is doing the Dodgers a favor as well. There may be no way to to cool down the Braves other than them sitting around for a week. You could always so find maybe, a positive spin to anything. Maybe Rich. the Braves sitting around on their asses for a week. Swanson and Acuna, and maybe uh, Max Fried will uh, you know lose his you know his it, momentum. It's, it's a great way to approach life, but the reality is they're sort of losing their steam and their mojo a little bit. And we're seeing the Braves gain it. And we've seen them sweep your Mets. So here's the thing, though. I also hate that super uber pessimistic sort of vibe where the season's over and the sky is falling and we suck. One, and of, our buddy, one of our buddies started that. talking about the so 20 I, to 23 roster. I'm like, 2023 roster? The playoffs start I, next week and the Mets make the playoffs. Get this. I'm sorry this is so Mets intensive, but I'm passionate right now. I mean, we can all relate. Listen, the Mets... Celebrated 60 years this year. Remember 1962, the Mets became a team when the, when the Dodgers and the Giants both moved out to the West Coast. 1962, 60 years, the Mets average a playoff appearance once every 10 years. Six postseason appearances. So when my team's in the postseason, wild card or division winner, I'm trying to be positive and enjoy it. I'm not being like, oh, it's over, it's over. But you're too positive. And just like some people are yeah. too negative. There is, and I hate this. I hate this, but there is a middle ground, Ugh. and that's where you really need to live if you want to be a, a realistic sports fan. The, the super negative person's annoying, but the super positive guy, you want to punch in the throat. I think I think we're due for a wild card team to win the World Series. What do you think, Mike? Uh, I think you're. I think Cavino's right, and I think you're insane. I don't know how you can like this. I, I still can't wrap my head about. I'll tell I you, love you, man. But yeah, wild card. Are you excited for Mets? Out. Mets wild card baseball. Mets wild card baseball this weekend, baby. Mike, have fun. Tell your wife and kids I said hi. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> and I'll, I'll <laughs> and, tell you. And if why. you want to let me back in the thread, I'm open to it. I'll tell you why it's annoying, and we'll take your phone calls too at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. You know what's worse, the super positive sports guy like Rich, where he finds something positive 
in all the negative. I get it. In life, that's great. But like in sports, it could get annoying. Or the guy who's like, season's done. Yeah. You know what? Let's, they let's stink. Let's, let's stick with that. And Danny G, Ramos, I want you guys, I want everyone to assess yourselves. But I'll tell you what's, annoying, what's, yeah. what's worse? What's more annoying? What do you think you are? Maybe you have a wrong read on yourself. Maybe it's like, oh, I'm the positive guy. And all your friends and family are like, positive guy? You cry when your team loses. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestein tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Redestein test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. I want to start by saying that throughout the years, I've always been a Baker Mayfield supporter. No, not from the beginning. I think he was a bit abrasive. You thought that. Yeah, I did. You didn't I, like, I liked his I dancing. Like he, I liked I his showmanship. He made the Cleveland Browns relevant. He may not be, you know, a superstar, but Danny G agreed that you he You liked made, when he grabbed his junk? I did. <laughs> No. It's like when he grabbed his junk. What? Um, uh, but no, I, sorry, I feel as though Baker Mayfield made the Browns relevant, and the Browns sort of 
backstabbed him a little. They're like, Deshaun Watson, let's take this Agreed. creepo instead. Which makes you want to root for him and pull for him even harder. But Only because yeah, he, he grew on me, man. You know, like he, he came out real arrogant. And you're right. It gave the team an identity, but it was a lot too soon for me, if I'm going to be honest about it. But then he won it. me over, I, and, I and it became it. must-watch, just like you said. So since then, I've been rooting for the guy. Well, Now I'm just rooting for him, and we're not seeing the results. It's weird, community, because he never was must-watch to me. He was more like, oh, personalities. In the, it, like, he gave like, the you, team you, some flair. He gave them identity. He gave, gave them identity. He gave them identity. And now, I, I did err on the side of like, ooh, I really want Baker to work out. In Carolina, he sort of deserves it. I don't care about anyone in that division. So if the if the Panthers are good, who cares? I don't care about the Saints or the Bucks or the, the Falcons. So I was like, all right, cool. If Baker delivers, that would be pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Well, check this out. He's completed only fifty four percent of his passes oh, this yeah. season. Not so, not three not picks, so bueno. Only four touchdowns. He was batted down six times this weekend. It's like embarrassing at this point. Yeah, that, right? that's uh fundamentally just not getting the ball over the line of scrimmage. Like, you're getting the ball batted down how many times? Six. It was four officially. I guess one of the crucial ones was on a fourth and one, and that's when the crowd started booing. Well, that's where I was headed. Yeah. Right. So now the, 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 the crowd is turning on you, and that's got to be a deflating feeling, but it comes with the territory, right? We already established yeah. today that fans are fleeting. Well, here's what Baker had to say. Take a listen. So we're going to come together as a locker room. That's exactly how we're going to handle it. I don't really care about the fact that our fans are booing or what's going on. We're going to figure it out. And when we win, it'll still be just us in the locker room. And that's really all I care about. So we're going to be just fine. Boo, you stink, Baker! Hate your positive spin. I never thought I would say this, but I want Sam Darnold. Rich is way too happy. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he's full of baloney. He's full of baloney. I don't care. You don't hear it. Give me a break. You're a guy that you're a personality-based quarterback who was a hot shot in college, a top draft pick. You gave the city of Cleveland an identity, which gave you even more swag, to use uh, Mike McDaniel's favorite word from last week. Swag. swag. I, I, I think that he'd be lying to say he doesn't care. Because I'll tell you right now. I care. You care. Everyone cares. No one wants to be booed. No, one's, no one wants to be talked down to. Or no one wants to be... Listen... To be a radio or TV host, you have to have a thick skin. But you still don't like reading the negative stuff. You could say all day. You could say all day like, yeah, who cares? I get it. It's part of the job. But do you think people really want to be booed or read mean tweets about themselves and stuff? No one wants that. So I think Baker Mayfield is full of it. Why would he want the boost? In fact, I'll give you a story. I'll take it back to my Mets. You know, the wild card team that's going to go all the way? I would have to say that you're absolutely right. Just based on his performance, Let me, the guy can't be proud of his performance right now. So you add the boost to that. How in the world could he possibly be stoked? It's just, it's just impossible at that point. Kavino. And to say that he doesn't hear him. This is a nice story mixed in with all the Mets failing this past weekend for me. Mets. Superstar. I'm going to call him a superstar. Eduardo Escobar, one of the most likable dudes in Major League Baseball. Eduardo Escobar, before the Mets collapsed, <laughs> he had a five RBI single-handedly won the game last week. Do you mm-hmm. remember this? Yeah. It was last Wednesday. Escobar won two-run home Do you remember, run. Uh, Gary Cohen lost it in the booth. Yeah. It's the month of Escobar! He did. It was great. And the Mets win! Now, Escobar struggled early. 
earlier in the season for a long time. Struggling. He's struggling. And you know what? I don't care about the Mets struggling. He said through his interpreter, like, I'm very sorry, fans. Lo siento. Lo siento mucho. He said, I'm sorry, fans. I'm trying, and I promise you. I hear you, and I will give you something to cheer about. And I was like, that's so honest. And that was, it was like real. It was like, yo, listen, I know I'm struggling. I know I'm not delivering. I hear you. I want to give you something to cheer about. And then when... It's a great response. And when yeah. he delivered later in the season, he had the, it's September, the month of Escobar. He came out, and he's like, I told you, fans, just gave me time, and like, I love you guys. Maybe his translator just made it sound really cool. Maybe that's not what he said at all. It's possible. But the point is, for Baker Mayfield or any athlete to say, I don't care, to say, where's the library? Yes, he said, the fans. Hace mucho calor en el baño. Yo quiero los chicharrones. You want pork rinds? No, I said the fans. So look at it this way. Baker Mayfield or any athlete that says, I don't hear them or it doesn't bother me, is full of it. I don't care what they say. Kevin Durant's on Twitter arguing with people. NBA players fight with fans at the games in the stands. It's sad. It's just like a you part of the care? script. It's, it's, that's what I said. What he said is very cliche and you hear it all the time in sports, but it's impossible to ignore. Possible to and ignore it hurts your their surroundings. Feelings. Dude, look at your boy Aaron especially, Judge. Hold on, especially when he's the. New guy with all the expectations, especially when you have Darnold waiting yeah. to come in. So well, he absolutely hears it and he feels it, but he's saying what he has to say. Yeah, but I, I, I don't like, the, is, I don't like, like the dishonesty. Yeah, I don't like the disingenuous, right. like, oh, I don't care, I don't hear it. It's like your boy Aaron Judge, who's stuck on 61. You're trying to tell me the fans, the family, Maris family, his family, I, everyone. I have a whole thought on that. I think the pressure's getting to him so much that like, I think they need to send the parents and the, and the Maris family home. Like, send them home. Putting too much pressure on this guy. Well, hey, we'll see you guys tomorrow. And on tomorrow's show, this is pretty cool because we just got word that they might be making they might be a making, sequel. Yeah, they might be making a sequel to one of your favorite sports movies of all time. So we'll let you know what that is tomorrow, and we'll go over some of the best and worst sports sequels of all time. So, way, they shouldn't make a sequel to this uh, one. Well, we'll see you guys then. Until then, Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. At Kobe and on Rich. Have Bye, a good guys. night. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.